Welcome back, guys. I am so excited to have you here. Uh, another episode of The Mind of Reese. Uh, today, just jumping right in, we'll just get into it. I had recently made a post earlier this week about being the face of your brand, and I actually got a lot of feedback from it, um, especially from a lot of tattoo artists who, you know, and I've heard a lot of these beliefs before, and I like to call them beliefs because I think excuses just makes people very defensive when I'm like, you're making an excuse, and they just get very defensive about it. And that's the last thing I want anyone to really feel like. I'm not attacking. I don't want ever, I don't want anybody to ever think that I'm attacking their beliefs. But I do want to challenge you, and I always want you to challenge yourself. And uh, I apologize, there's a really low helicopter outside my house. Okay, we will allow that to fly by. Um, like I said, I, I want you guys to go ahead and uh, challenge yourselves and challenge your beliefs and why you have those thoughts. You know, it's it's in our subconscious to just try to escape from pain, and that is an innate, instinctual thing we have as humans since the dawn of time. You know, we avoid pain, seek pleasure, you know, and do it as fast as possible or just, you know, with with minimal effort is basically that's how we were trained to do. But at this point, to, to avoid pain is to avoid growth. And I think that when we challenge our own thoughts or when we try not to challenge our own thoughts, we are avoiding pain because we don't want to answer honestly the real reasons as to why we might not do something. And so when leading up to what this topic is going to be about, you know, um, the feedback from being the face of your brand, because the feedback that I received when I was like, hey, you know, being the face of your brand is not, it's not a way to be, you know, quote unquote, insta famous. You're not conceited if you do it. You're not trying to show off. I don't believe in that. I believe in authenticity. And I believe that when you allow yourself to realize as an artist, you are the face of your brand because people are getting tattooed by you. It's not that they're picking up a piece of art and slapping it on them from a, from a convenience store. They have to go to you first in order to, for you to create that art on them and create an experience for them. And in order for them to realize they want to get tattooed by you, not only just by your artwork and how beautiful your artwork is, but also by the experience that you create for them online and, and the experience that you create overall. And so when you realize that being the face of your brand not only will help grow your business, it will also help you grow internally as well. And I, I truly believe that because the biggest reason why I believe, and this is my own belief because I know that from experience I have had it myself, is that we fear judgment and criticism by others and by our peers and by everyone else. And we become overwhelmed with being judged for everything, every little thing we say or do. And it's the very thoughts inside of our heads that are, you know, sabotaging our success. And when we allow that to happen, you know, we miss out on our own potential. So you have thoughts like, I'm not perfect. Who's going to, you know, listen to my message? 
I don't know what to say. I don't have the budget to do that. I don't have the face for it. Why can't my tattoos speak for themselves? Why can't my artwork speak for itself? Why do I have to speak at all? You know, and these are the kinds of things that people say, but they don't ever question those thoughts. And so what I want to get into today is a little bit of both. It's how to deal with your critics and deal with the judgment of people online, but also to to kind of challenge yourself, and cha- I'm challenging you right now, to understand your thoughts and to understand why you're having those thoughts as well. Because you don't want to just say, I don't have, I, my tattoo should speak for themselves and drop it. Why don't you ask yourself why that's the only reason when you know deep down there's a twinge inside of you. You wouldn't be listening to this if you didn't believe that there was something inside of you that's, that's questioning you, that's telling you, hey, maybe that's not right. Hey, maybe I can believe something else. Maybe I'm not telling myself the whole truth. And that's where you can really get into understanding yourself better. And then you become more authentic. And then you start to realize that you can show up online and handle critics, you know, um, with compassion and with um, as far as like helping you grow into your better you and and the message that you're sending out into the online space because let's not get it twisted you guys I know a lot of you out there might you know have been before the internet age and you remember how it was but let's just put this into perspective here we now live in a world that um, doesn't have anything to do with what goes on in the past it has a referencing to the past, we've learned a lot and we can still learn from our past as far as technology-wise, as well as life in general. But as far as technology-wise, we are right here and now. And our new world requires us to be online. You're online all day long. We're online right now. You're watching this online. And so you realize that it's never going to go back to the old ways. So just drop that. Stop utilizing that as a catalyst for you to martyr against not being the face of your brand. You evolve. You want your business to thrive. You you have to evolve with the times and with the trends. And this is what I'm here to help you do. And so um, I want to kind of get into three different ways you can handle critics, you know, because let me share some truth with you. The only way to avoid criticism is by saying nothing, by doing nothing, and by being nothing. And really... What does that do? What, how does that help your, you and your business at the end of the day? It doesn't help at all. So we want to try and overcome these fears that criticism is something we're trying to avoid when really what we should do is we should welcome it. And, you know, I know I understand it will sting, but we shouldn't let that stop us from being all that we can be and being all that we were meant to be. So I want to get into the three ways of how you can overcome your biggest fears. And that fear is likely how to deal with critics or trolls and the criticism that we all will get online no matter what. It's just the way it goes, okay? Um, Number one would be have compassion for your critics. Now, I know a lot of times we take it personal and we want to take it personal, but at the end of the day, just realize that that person 
most likely was criticized or bullied by teachers, parents, their peers, by other kids at a really critical age where criticism was very hurtful, was an impactful into their minds. And that usually happens, you know, in childhood, you know, I think a lot of the reasons why high school was so gnarly for all of us and we all have crazy stories about high school is because that is the most pivotal point in our brains of our and our growth of our brain and where we take everything in so strongly and so personally because that's the way we've been conditioned by society to do so and judgment was something we we were we were told to dislike and that's why you know if you have trolls on there criticizing what you're saying criticizing your message just have compassion for them because at the end of the day they were most likely just bullied as kids and what and what this means really is that you're just threatening their core belief whatever your message is you're threatening you're either threatening what they believe in and they have they want to say something because you know it being bullied as a child creates bullies unfortunately and it can't or it can create bullies anyway you can either learn from it or you could just be it and deep down it just what it does it just represents that when they criticize they might want exactly what you're doing because of envy, jealousy, and the reason why they get upset or they criticize is because they believe within themselves that they can't attain what you are trying to to reach. And so they want to bring you down to their level. And this is the sad and unfortunate truth. And so when I say, you know, have compassion for your critics, it's just because you shouldn't take it personal. They, everything that they say about you or to you has nothing to do with you and has everything to do with them. Okay. So, and number two, this one is, is a, is one I think that sometimes people just don't, um, they don't really understand because they want everyone to like them nobody doesn't I, I we have been again with the conditioning of society societies you know societal conditioning has taught us to be meek and be agreeable you know and we've grown up that way in school and things like that with the good grades and you receive a reward or if you don't get good grades you 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 get something you know taken away from you or something like that so we're we have to be we have like a perfectionism complex we also want everybody to like us all of our teachers all of our parents all of the people that look up you know we look up to that kind of thing and so we have to remember that that in order to grow and to impact the people authentically and organically is that we're not going to be for everybody. You're not going to be for everybody. Think about who you're trying to reach. Think about who your tribe is. And when the negative comments or criticisms come in, ask yourself, is this the person I'm trying to reach? Is this the person I'm trying to tattoo? 
is this person a part of my core tribe? And if the answer is no, then who cares? That person is not even within your scope of reach. This isn't your audience. And that's okay. I truly believe that when it's, it's, it's as though when you're really confident in your artwork, let's say, and, you know, someone goes to someone else in your shop and you're just like, oh, well, that's okay because his artwork is different from mine. It's no, nothing personal. And that's what it is basically, except through your messaging and through, you know, you know, your vibe. And if your vibe doesn't resonate with everybody, that's okay. Keep being you. That's okay. You're, the people will come. Those that want you will come. So I just want to let you guys know that we, we can't control what others say about us. It's just the way it goes. But we can control our reaction to it. And we can just brush it off, allow them to have their say. Thank you for commenting pretty much. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day. I mean, it is time out of their day. And that to me, I think is, and this is, this is from a personal perspective here. And when someone takes the time out of their day to criticize you, I believe that time is so precious. I value my time. I'm not going to devalue my time to criticize someone else unless it's constructive and unless it's warranted and wanted. Where if someone asks me, Reese, what do you think of this? I will give you my honest truth answer with compassion and love, no matter what it is, no matter whether, no, but my opinion, of course. And my opinion is my own. And with that, you, you could just brush it off because it has nothing to do with us, right? Nothing to do with us at all. And so that's why when someone takes the time out of their day to do that, you know, it's precious. And I almost am like, okay, thank you. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to, because I had touched you in, a, in any which way, whether it be negatively or positively. But either way, I had, I hit you at home. I hit a core belief inside of you that you resonated so well that you needed to take the time out of your day to criticize or troll on my page. And with that gives me more compassion because I'm like, wow, this person unfortunately doesn't value their time so much or they value their time so much that they've decided that, oh my gosh, this is something I need to do. I need her to hear. And with that, I can take compassion with that person because, you know, thank you for your time. I appreciate that. And, you know, I, and that's that's where I come from when I hear about it. So it's I know that I'm not for everyone and it is totally okay. And I'm okay with that. I would rather have a core tight-knit group of however many friends I have on one hand than have a million friends. You know, quality over quantity, right guys? The quality is the ones are the ones that are going to sustain your business. The quality are the ones that are going to show you the support and the love that you deserve. They love your message. They want to see more of you. The other people, eh, that's okay. We don't need to, we know, we just let, let the thoughts go out into the ether, right? Okay. Um, the third thing I want you guys to do 
in the face of criticism, <laughs> it's the hardest one I think is to accept is, is to turn that criticism into an opportunity to improve yourself and to improve your message. If there is truth in the criticism that you receive, like for instance, if the person that is criticizing is within your tribe and is, and is within your audience and the scope of people you want to resonate with, then take that as an opportunity to revise your message and to grow within yourself. So when I have someone whom I love and whom I know is in my tribe, whether it be, you know, a significant other, you know, whether it be like my boyfriend or whether it be my parents or, you know, I, I, even with them though too, if it's, their opinions are just opinions and I don't know I can take it or leave it, but there's always an opportunity there to ask myself, do, let me read this. Let me be open-minded, be willing to learn about maybe myself if I'm resistant to the opinion maybe let me ask myself why I'm resistant and then if I don't take it personal and if it's not for me then okay then I can let it go or I can hear what that person has to say not be resistant and take whatever tidbits I believe that will help me further my future and further my brand and further my life even because growth in business is the exact equivalent to growth in life. And and it's actually vice it's actually it's interchangeable, but I truly believe that growth in life is growth in business. You can grow in business and never be happy, but if you grow in life and you grow mentally, the business takes care of itself and it almost just happens without even you noticing it. And so I think the things we want to do is we want to question. Um, I want you to basically ask yourselves, you know, when you are in the face of criticism and when you have people commenting or judging things like that, look at it from like almost outside of yourself. And how would you look at this constructively if it is a part of your tribe? And if not, then no worries then you don't need to deal with them, right? Because you're not for everybody. And you can also have compassion for that person because, hey, maybe they were bullied, you know, when they were younger and they just don't know how to react to something that, that you know, you've hit home with. Maybe you said something or maybe even your artwork was just, you know, for instance, here's a really great example is that there's a lot of artwork going around on Instagram and all over the place on social media where it's very sexual and it's a lot of like BDSM, porno, por- pornographic, you know what I'm saying? And that's not for me. I can look at the art constructively and be like, wow, this is a beautifully rendered piece of art on someone's body. But of course, there's a part of me that it questions my core beliefs. Would I ever constructive or criticize that? No, not at all. That's just my opinion. My opinion, I'm not that person's tribe. I am not their audience. The audience that they resonate with are the people that are like, hell yeah, that's cool. I'm going to get that on my body because a lot of people out there are getting it on their body. There's an audience for it, right? 
but that doesn't mean that it's for me. And that doesn't mean that I don't like the artist or that the artist is bad or anything like that. But since that, you know, but I can understand when a bully or someone criticizes me, it's because that's what it resonates with. They're like, oh my gosh, that's wrong. You shouldn't be doing that. You know, another example would be people don't like the fact that I am heavily tattooed female. That, for some reason, really hurts people's core beliefs. They believe, and this is because of societal conditioning, it's whatever generation they've grown up in, you know, however their views were religiously, what their parents said to them, what their teachers said to them, saying that tattoos are bad. Or even in a religious sense, that tattoos will send you to hell. And, well, if someone says that I'm going to go to hell because I have tattoos, am I going to take offense to that? No, not at all. It might sting a little. I might be like, Jesus, calm down. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, I'm not going to allow that to enter into my energy space as well as you shouldn't. You know, you have to realize that it's, if you allow someone's criticism to to overtake your energy space, you're giving that power to them. You are giving your power to them because you've decided that in some way, shape, or form, maybe that criticism is true. Or maybe there's something inside of you that believes it to be true and you're just rebelling. And these are the times when we really need to ask ourselves that question of why this bothers me so much. Why am I taking it personal? This person isn't my tribe. This person isn't a part of my audience. You know, this person grew up in a different world than I did. Let me be compassionate with that. I mean, I'm obviously not going to take it as constructive criticism because, again, this person isn't in my tribe. But at the end of the day, why does it sting? And then this is where we can grow within ourselves. And the more we grow in here, in our minds, the more our business grows, the more authentic we can be, the more we can grow and be better faster and and really you know, hone in on what our purpose is in life and what our messages are in life that we want to share with the world and impact them in a greater way than we hadn't before that comment or that, you know, or however way we want to take that comment and how we want to deconstruct and dissect that criticism. That's where the growth happens, you guys. And this is where, you know, I'm giving you a little bit of, life and business, it's because here's three ways to look at it, look at criticism, you know, is obviously be compassionate, the first thing. Two is you're not for everyone. And three is that maybe if it it is an opinion and a, a constructive piece of criticism, then how can it make you better? Why don't, why not think of it as a, a, a learning experience? And so with those three things, I can not only you can take that from, you know, into the online space and realizing that being the face of your brand is scary. I get it. And it can be really freaky because a lot of people don't want to put themselves out there because they feel vulnerable. But you guys, I'm going to tell you something. Vulnerability is strength. It's not weakness. By showing up for your audience and realizing how much they love that of you makes you want to be better, not only for them, but for yourself. Because the more you grow here, the more you can impact others with your artwork, with your tattoos, 
and with just yourself because you are a brand and you create the experience of authenticity. You create the experience that you are more approachable. People want to get tattooed by familiar by familiarity. And when you understand that being the face of your brand creates all three of those things, familiarity, approachability, authenticity, and you can roll those all into one and really understand that, you've got the business in the bag, baby. <laughs> so I just want to leave you guys with that. I think that... Um, you know, I hope you get a lot of good insight from this. This is a really, really great, great way to grow in life and in business. And I will see you guys next time on The Mind of Reese. If you guys want to go ahead and please, please, please put a comment down below. I really, really appreciate all of the love and the comments and the likes and the follows. Um, if you love it, please screenshot this and go ahead and... Um, you know, put it on your story and tag me in it. I love seeing all the love. You guys have been so gracious to me. And um, honestly, all the really good constructive criticism I take and, and don't hesitate to say something, I don't mind because I love getting into uh, dialogue with people, of course, and whether it be good or bad or constructive. So you guys handle yourselves out there well. I love you guys. And don't be, don't be afraid to go out there and shine. Okay.